You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's episode is called Have To, Need To, and Want To. Today, I would like to invite you to think about the language of success. I want to ask you to reflect on your commitment to yourself and how you speak to yourself and whether it's really giving you the happiness and the sense of purpose that you want. I've come up with a concept that I'm going to call language feeling. And what I mean is that when you use certain words, they make you feel a certain way. And this is going to affect your experience of things and of situations and of life. Notice the language that you use on a day-to-day basis and think about how it serves you and decide how you'd like it to be going forward. I want to talk to you about I have to, I need to, and I want to more specifically. And it was so interesting because I had the idea for this podcast a week ago and I saw a private client who was using this exact language and it was so funny because it felt like I had the concept in my mind and then I started to see it everywhere. That's how your brain works, right? Your reticular activating system. What you plug into that creates a filter so that you start seeing those things around you. Anyway, it led to a fruitful discussion and it allowed me to come up with this episode. And I want to start with the concept of I have to. How do you feel when you say, I have to do this or I have to do that? When I say I have to, I feel a huge sense of responsibility. I feel like I have no way out except to do the task at hand. So if I say I have to do something, it means it's not negotiable. Do you feel like that too? And if you think about it, this could be helpful or unhelpful. If you say I have to do something for a specific reason, then It could be like meeting a deadline or getting paid or something like that. Then maybe there's a motivation and a drive to do that thing so that you can achieve that outcome. But on the other hand, if you are saying, I have to all of the time about everything that you do, then maybe what you're doing is actually conferring a lot of responsibility and maybe a bit of drama and pressure that you don't necessarily need and that's not helpful. I'm going to invite you to think about that language and how often you say, I have to. Is that something you say all the time? How does it make you feel when you say, I have to? How does it affect your energy levels, your stress levels and your ability to switch off and take care of yourself? Or are you driving yourself to do things because you feel like you have to? I would speculate that the more you have to you have in your life, the more pressure you have in your life, pressure to perform, pressure to complete. And I bet that could leave you feeling overwhelmed or unable to sleep or putting aside your own needs at certain times to get things done. Keep your eyes peeled for this one and have a think about how you respond when you start saying, I have to. Notice yourself over this week and see what happens. Here's an example. Maybe you're saying, I have to exercise or I have to do my social media posting for my business. Notice how much of a burden it is when you use this language. Maybe you feel there's no way out and it's something that you don't really want to do. Is this how you want to feel? Think about, I have to. But now let's talk about, I need to. How do you feel when you say the words, I need to do something? 
What does that bring up for you? Is there a sense of urgency? Is there a sense of desire? Notice how it's different from I have to. I have to sounds like you must do it, but you don't necessarily want to, or maybe you're not looking forward to it, or you feel a sense of tension around it. Whereas I need to has more desire and a sense of urgency, I think. In my opinion, if you say I need to, it could mean that something's really important to you. And in certain cases, that could be a good thing, right? I reckon though, if you say I need to too often, then it might mean that you're living with a sense of urgency all the time or heightened importance about things that may not necessarily matter too much. It could be a different kind of pressure that you're applying to yourself. If you're saying I need to all the time, that is. And so then the question really is, what is it that you truly need to do and why is the need there? Is it your need or is it somebody else's need? Whose need is being met? Interesting to think about. I invite you to check in with this language too over the next week and notice how often you say, I need to do something and in what context. Also think about how big that need is. Is it a huge need or are you making something small mean something big? Are you making something seem more important than it really is? It's interesting to think about. Here's an example. Maybe you need to exercise or you need to do social media posting for your business. These were the examples I used with the have to. But notice when you say I need to exercise or I need to do those social media posts, there's a sense of pressure in that and maybe even a sense of guilt associated with it. Is that how you want to feel? Hmm. Interesting, right? <laughs> how a couple of little words can totally affect the way you feel. Now let's think about I want to. Notice the desire and the motivation in that statement. I want to complete something. I want to take a class. I want to go to the beach. I want to enjoy myself today. It feels really different than saying I have to or I need to. I think that I want to conveys a lot more importance and urgency and desire. It's something that you truly want. It's not just a sense of responsibility. It's much bigger than that. It's something that you truly wish for. How often do you say, I want to do something? And how different is I want to compared to I have to or I need to for you? Of course, I'm not suggesting that you say you want to do something that's unpalatable or unhelpful. I'm not suggesting that you try and force yourself to say I want to about everything in your life. But you can actively seek more of the things that you want and express what you really want to do more often than what others want you to do. So what I mean is when you're saying, I want this, someone might ask you to do something and you can think about what you want and how you want to do it in a way that suits you both. So want can be a really empowering word. You can also find ways to want things that you don't necessarily like. For example, I don't particularly like exercise but I want to feel mentally and physically strong. And I know exercise makes me feel that way. 
So I focus on the feeling that I want and therefore I want to do exercise so that I can get those benefits. See how it changes the meanings of the words? I no longer have to do exercise. I no longer need to do exercise, which feel too pressured. I want to do exercise because I want that outcome. I feel more motivated just saying it out loud now. And I invite you to really think about this for yourself and look for opportunities to use the word want more often. So now let's talk about choosing your words. Notice the difference in how you feel in each of those three cases and think about how you would like to feel more often. If you're happy with your have to's, needs and wants, great. Keep doing what you're doing. But also think about the opportunity that you have to choose your words, to change the way you speak, think and feel. You do have a choice. You can change a word and say, I want to more often. And you can say, I have to less often. And it might totally change the quality of your life. I love the idea that you can figure out where and when to make those changes and say I want to more often because I think it conveys a greater sense of purpose. I mean, sure, there might be times when it's appropriate to say I have to or I need to. They can be positive experiences, but I think if you're using have to and need to really often, it might impact on your mental well-being and your stress and your energy levels and your happiness. Sure, there's going to be a couple of things that you have to do or need to do each day, but imagine how different you would feel overall if you wanted to do the things that you had on your to-do list every day. Let's say 90% of them were wants. What would that be like? How would that change things for you? And how does this tie into purpose? I just mentioned it a minute ago, that sense of wanting I think that if you're doing what you want to do most of the time or finding a way to want the things that are in your life, I actually think it would mean you're living a more purposeful life. How would you feel about that? Would it mean that you were living a more purposeful or meaningful life? For me, this is true. I think if you're doing more of the things that you want to do and saying that you want to do them, gives a great sense of gratitude, more gratitude, more meaning than you have now because you're pursuing what you want more often. You're living in alignment with your values when you're doing what you want more often. And if your life is full of have-tos and need-tos, then you might feel overwhelmed or challenged on a day-to-day basis rather than purposeful and fulfilled. So... The interesting thing, I think, is that there's just one word between you and your purpose, and the word is want. There's one word that can help you to feel more purposeful and more powerful, and it's super simple for you to change your whole perspective on life by changing that one word. Let's wrap up what we've discussed today. I've just asked you to think about the language that you use on a day-to-day basis. We all have tasks to do. We all have things to accomplish. We all have responsibilities. And the question is, do you have to, need to, or want to do them? 
And how do you change that language? Well, I suggest that you keep a diary or some notes or something and start to notice the language and the words that you're using each day. Maybe set an alarm three times a day and write down what you've been saying. Catch yourself. Ask someone else to catch you. Keep a tally. Do something that will trigger you to observe yourself and record it and get out of that pressured negative way of thinking and living. You deserve better. You deserve a life that's more meaningful and more purposeful. And I invite you to achieve that by just changing one word to totally change your experience of life. Thanks for being here with me. If you need help, get in touch, hit me up on my website. And if you like this, uh, go to Apple iTunes and subscribe to the Habitology podcast. Thanks for being here and bye for now.